Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living. Damn. Spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50. Got more cars than did. Oh, I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Andy. And this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, delusions, and fakeness of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Today we have episode nine. And it's a full-length episode. I know you guys are excited about that because you've been extremely excited about the show and giving us amazing reviews, and we really, really appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it because uh, we are definitely enjoying making it. Um, I can't remember a time I was this happy making any sort of content, uh, really because it's who we are and it's what we're about and it's what we think. And it's not tied to one specific category like we were with the uh, previous podcast. The MFCEO project, for you guys that don't know, um, was number one podcast in business for 24 months straight. Or what is it, 12, 14 months straight? Long fucking time. Anyway, uh, today we have a little bit different lineup. Um, the pastor of disaster is uh, got the day off. He is... In Kansas, doing Kansas things. I think I saw on his uh, Instagram, he went and saw Little Women last night. And he said that it was terrible. And I was shocked. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> I was shocked to learn that a movie called Little Women, based in the 1860s, is fucking bad. I don't know about everybody else, but I was sure let down by Vaughn's. He, he even said that like uh, Rambo 47 was better than that movie. <laughs> so... You know, it must have been really fucking bad. Uh, so, because my man Vaughn is not here right now, we are sitting in his spot. MC Salmon. What up, what up? The Kung Fu Kid. I don't know. Like, I got to come up with some kind of fucking name for you, bro. Yeah. What is it? I don't know, but the, that the, ain't it. <laughs> the, uh, the gender fluid, uh, ambiguously gay co-host. I, like, what the fuck are you? I, that'll work. That, we'll go with that. It's <laughs> so one thing about Tyler. He never never argues with it. Yeah, he does it. Just Look, takes it. Tyler's my man. You guys know how it goes around here. If uh, if we really love you, you get made fun of. That's just the way we go. And we got my bro. Um, I don't know what his name will be, but I'm the third baseman. Yeah, he's here. He's the third baseman. So on the hot corner, that's where we. That's what we're gonna start calling it the hot corner. You've made it the third base a couple times, I think. A couple times. Oh okay. yeah, with himself. Well. <laughs> Third base is a nice place to be with me. <laughs> a lot of people who wish they got to my third base. You know what I'm saying, Tyler? Probably you. <laughs> oh, man. We were, we were discussing before we got on the air um, some of the negotiation tactics that Sal likes to use with the uh, company that is building our new headquarters. He really, he really likes to do it um, very subtly and gracefully. Uh, and he was teaching me how to be a better negotiator before. <laughs> and before we came on the show, I was also learning uh, or explaining that there is a huge difference between rollerblading and roller skating. Big huge difference. difference. Okay. You can go out and rollerblade and it is pretty bad. If you go out and roller skate, that's like having fucking streamers on the handlebars of your fucking big wheel, dude. I mean, it is, it is bad. But, uh, dude, you know, they don't have big wheels anymore. What's wrong with street bullshit? They got them for adults. I've seen them. I know, but like kids don't ride like, I, I, you know, like when I go to look for Christmas or anything like that, they don't, they don't have big wheels. What? 
I swear, like I mean, they might make them, but they're definitely not out. Like they don't, they're not at Walmart or Target. Or they're not the like. hot thing. No, but that's I think crazy. You dude. just said Big Wheels, and I thought, man, that would be fucking fun. Dude, they make the adult. We got one. No, I know, but I'm saying like for the kids, they would like it's you know it's, listen, it's a good coordination exercise, man, because it's not like it's different than a bike because you don't have to balance, but you still get the pedal. You know what? It teaches you how to like come out of a of an accident. You know well, what I'm saying? How yeah. to correct. Well, and I'll, so this is cool. This is a proud moment. You'll you'll appreciate this. So Enzo's learning the power slide so in yeah. his little gator he stands on the gas and he lets off the gas so the, the ass end locks up and he turns the wheel so it slides out and he thinks it's awesome Does he start laughing yeah he loves I it i bet he does that's <laughs> awesome man so dude what do we got to talk about today i know uh dude. there's lots of things going on in the news this yeah, week. yeah i mean speaking of nostalgia and things from our past did you hear that uh mark paul mark paul gosselar uh who played zach morris and saved by the bell they're doing you know a reboot of that show why? The fuck? I don't know. They want, <laughs> like, I guess are, the fans want it. People are going to watch that? I guess. I'm not going to lie. I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. I did too, but I mean, that well, was different. Not with the same characters, though. No, You're talking about the, like they're rebooting it like with Oh, kids. like he's no, going to be like in a reprising role. So he's going to like, what, be like an old man and come back to high school and nah, be cool he, again? He, he's, hey, I, <laughs> he's going to be the guy who's like. Now, nah, what's the I principal's just, name? Principal Skinner or something? Principal. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah. 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 Dude, how much tail do you think Zach got back A lot. In the day? All of that it. Dude. A lot. All of it. Man, he yes. must have slayed some. <laughs> Him and Matthew I, McConaughey probably even 50-50. No, no, no. Dude, Matthew McConaughey definitely gets way more ass than fucking Zach Paul Gossier or whatever the fuck Zach Morris who gets I mean okay so you got let's see who's pulling the most tail top to bottom <laughs> dude Brad Pitt oh no dude I would say McConaughey like you better not ever invite that motherfucker to your house I yeah. say Leonardo DiCaprio no Matthew McConaughey and Leonardo might have his little fans and Brad Pitt might have his fans but all those fans are also yeah, McConaughey Matthew McConaughey fans. fans. Yeah. He's Mr. Steal Your Girl. That's right. Yeah. And you're okay with it, Like, though. dude, I would, be, I would be friends with that motherfucker, and we could hang out all the time. You ain't ever coming to my house. It's never happening, dude. Well, you would automatically be wiener cousins. <laughs> or I'd be okay with it, and I'd just say, and I would give him a high five. and be like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, like, yeah. I mean, there's a couple. I mean, let's think. There's a couple guys like that. You got McConaughey. The Rock. The Rock. Brad Pitt's in that category. I mean, no, I, I watched Fight Club last night. I mean, he's a good-looking dude, Br man. Brad Pitt. Uh, I'm not saying he ain't good-looking. I'm just saying I don't see the – I mean, yeah, dude, yeah, The yeah. Rock's got swag. Fucking McConaughey, that he's dude's got, got super swag. swag. Yeah. Like I even watch his chick flicks, like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. Like, you know dude, what? He's that's a, a great fucking movie. It's a good movie, but he makes it good. <laughs> Anyway, dude, the, the I wish Link, I, the new Lincolns are all right. You know, I used to I used to make fun of him like, dude, Lincoln, like he's fucking pimping. Lincoln. No, he made him cool. Dude, the new the dude, new that's Lincolns how cool, are nice. That's how cool works. That's how cool. I, I'm works. fucking well aware. man. No, you're not. Yeah, because yeah, I'm the cool and you're yeah. my brother. I, listen, I, I make this <laughs> so logo you are cool. well aware of how the fuck it works. I make this I make this logo cool. Yeah. Dude, what other what other were you like me when you came home from uh, high Tyler, school? Tyler, we're nothing like, like you. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you came home from elementary and you had like that two or three hour period to where you were watching probably TV until you went outside and played or something. What, what are some other shows that you watched besides Stay by the Bell? Dude, I used to like Double Dare. You remember Double Dare? Yeah, the game show. Like, that, that, that game show where the kids would run through and uh, they would get like slime dumped on their heads and shit. Fuck, I don't think I ever watched that. Yeah, because really? it's probably not old enough, bro. I'm, I'm older not, than you. Well, you're six years older than me, so yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what we used to watch the shit out of is some American Gladiators. Oh, fuck yeah. We watched the shit out of American Gladiators. We watched an MTV too, dude. That they did a reboot of when American MTV Gladiator was like too, real it? MTV. Uh, 
What do you, what shows you mean? No, like MTV before it was shows, it was like videos. You know what I mean? There was like actual videos. You know what's weird to think about well, is we like didn't a, have cable though. That's something too. We didn't have cable till we were like yeah, I didn't have cable. Like sixth grade, seventh grade. Dude, think about how <laughs> this is actually something I never really thought about ever. When I'm sitting here thinking about that show, like there was always like a lesson to learn in that show. You know, like if you watch Saved by the Bell, it wasn't just like a there was like a lesson in yeah. the show. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, if you think about all those shows that we grew up with, there was always like, like, you know, like family ties and this and that. Yeah. Like, uh, what's the one with the Olsen twins? Who's the boss? Yeah. You know, dude, who's the boss? Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, dude. But there was always a lesson in the themes of those shows. If you watch every one of those shows, night court, there, there was a lesson, right? Night court. It might be funny. It might be this, but like, dude, now these kids, like the kids coming up, they don't have that shit. You know what they got? They got fucking reality TV of crazy motherfuckers going crazy all the time. Like, you know how MTV started it with the real world and like pro- so we have all of this drama, right? Man, I wonder how that correlates into, uh, into like society in the big picture. You know, well, what I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I mean, you see it. Like, I mean, fuck kids. It has nothing to do with kids. I mean, look at you know, you watch the Real Housewives of Orange Counties, and then and no, then that's what people I'm saying. think it's normal. No, I get, to act like that. That's well, what, that's that's what so and so does. Dude. Yeah, well, so and so's. I mean, that's not fucking normal. <laughs> I know, but because like, where are the shows out there? Like the ones that we grew up with, where they had like a lesson in every episode. They it's don't just, really do sitcoms anymore, though, do they? Well, I mean, they do, but nobody fucking yeah. watches them. I don't you remember you know, Home I, Improvement. I, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Tim Allen. I tell you, you know, I got you know, it. You know, Tim Allen was the original owner of one of my cars. Yeah, the Ford GT. Yeah, my 2005 black Ford GT. Fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he wrote his name underneath the, underneath the hood. Yeah, two Which, places. In he box fucking signed it. I didn't ask him to sign it. The motherfucker <laughs> came signed. Just so you know. Bullshit. But it is I guess, bullshit. Yeah, come on, man. He's like, Tim, Tim. I'll tell you what, that's a All funny right. motherfucker. I fucking did look over the fence and I said, hey, bro, can you fucking sign this? What's the guy on the other side of the fence? Wilson. 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 Yeah. Never showed his mouth. Mm-hmm. All right, awkward silence. We were all taking We were both water. drinking. <laughs> uh, dude, I, I don't know, man. Do you guys think that fucking affects the way people are acting? Yeah. Because it's kind of weird, man. Like, there used to be... Um, I don't know, a code of ethics, it seems, like, in society. And now it's just like... Like, dude, I was talking to one of my buddies today who who brought up a point that I thought was really relevant. You know, we have these... We have all these movements, right? We have these, like, uh, the Me Too movement. We've got the vegan movement. We've got all these movements about everything. And, you know, there's things that happen to men all the time that nobody ever fucking talks about. And uh, he was telling me about some of this shit. For example, he was telling, I'm not going to name his name. He was telling me how his fiance would punch and kick and throw shit at him and physically attack him. Right. And he posted about it and he said he got like thousands of DMS from other men saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, where is the movement for like domestic violence the other way? Cause I mean, dude, if we could fucking bring awareness to like, cause I could tell you for sure that's happened to me before. No, oh, I, 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 I know it has. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. And twice actually. Yeah. And not, not with my wife. No, no, right. right and right. I'm not going to say who it was or wasn't, but I've been in relationships that were like that where somebody would get a couple drinks and they would fucking attack me physically. It would start out verbally 
And then it would go physical. And I'm big, dude. I'm 6'1", 270 fucking pounds. All right? Um, what do you do? You wear it. That, that, but that's what's expected to wear it, <laughs> right. right? Like, that's what you're told. Because this guy, I was talking to this guy, and he was telling me how he was embarrassed to bring it up. Because it, the reason he was embarrassed is because every other guy has had it happen to him, and we've just had to wear it. So he feels like a fucking pussy. And I'm like, well, dude, this is, brings up an interesting discussion point. Well, I think the first question that goes through a lot of people's mind is, what did you do to instigate the girl? Like, that's how society's wired. Y- yeah, but it works both ways. That's no, what I'm course. saying. So, at what po- and I can tell you for sure, for sure, uh, there's a huge difference in our society between a man hitting a woman and a woman hitting a man. It is socially acceptable for a woman to hit a man in a lot of places. Dude, that's just the culture of America. People will say, oh, no, it's not acceptable. No, that's never okay. And I agree, it's never okay. But there is a large segment of our culture that thinks there is a big difference between a man hitting a woman and a woman hitting a man. And I actually don't think there is. I don't feel like there is. I feel like there is no difference. Because I've been in a relationship, and a lot of women are like, well, what do you mean there's no difference? You're this and this and this and this. You're 200 and she's 120. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't hit a man. That's the truth. And I'm not advocating violence of any means. There shouldn't be a hand raised to anyone. But what if we brought more attention to this not being acceptable? What would it do for the domestic violence that's happening out there? I guarantee it's going to lower the rate. But you don't see a bunch of dudes out there banding together saying, yeah, that happened to me too. They're afraid of getting their man card taken away. That's right. And like, dude, that's not right either. So what is, what's the solution here? Uh, activists, all you fucking activists out there. Why don't you go figure out a fucking solution for this and stop some of these crazy people from attacking men. And maybe there won't be as many retaliations or fist fights or things or women hurt because guess what? Men are much more powerful than women and men can hurt women easier than women can hurt men. But I'm going to tell you this. Getting punched in the face by a 130-pound woman is really not that different than getting punched in the face by a fucking 200-pound man. It might hurt a little bit less, but it's going to fucking create a bad scenario the same. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think the lesson, how, how do you fix it? I think that then you got to start having the conversation that violence is not that answer Well, I think in any situation. I, I, I think some of these women who are speaking up should probably speak up to other women about not doing that shit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really matter if... You guys are in a, a verbal argument. What someone says to you, there's no reason to go attack them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if someone attacks you, you have the right to defend yourself. But when, at what point is it okay? Because I know for men, it's never okay. Like, it's never okay to escalate from words to physical actions. It never has been. And most men listening have never laid a hand on a woman. And that's great. They shouldn't ever. Make no mistake about what the fuck I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's not okay for women to do the same thing back and first and then just expect men to take it. Because as I was talking to this dude, he was telling me how fucking like embarrassed he felt of this and he didn't know how to how to say it. So what do you think the solution is for this? Like, you know, I don't think it's okay for fucking women to be punching men under any circumstance. I mean, I look at it this way, man. Like, I I think. If, if I were in that situation, I th- if and somebody who's listening who's been in that situation, 
if you're in a relationship like that, I would say it's time to exit that relationship. I agree. You know, a hundred percent. Because what's going to happen to you is one, one plus one is two. That's right. You know, it's going to escalate, and it's going to escalate, and, and you're going to end up being the one that goes to fucking jail and loses your job and gets your reputation ruined. Even if she was the one that started the physicalities. And I, but I think there's a portion of people, you know, in society that are the, the attraction is physical in that sense. You know, like they like that anger and, you know, that that passionate love, because that's where a lot of people are derived from. You know, so that's a hard thing to walk away from if you're, you know, because people secretly that's those are emotions that people have, you know, and, and I think. You know, if it was my friend and I was giving advice, I would say, man, it's it's probably time we exit that situation and put, find yourself in a good one. Dude, I think that I think that brings up a whole nother scenario. What you got? One in three women experience some form of physical violence by a partner and one in four men experience it. One, one, of, one in three women and one in four men. That's an interesting stat. I wonder. I wonder how much of well, how this, many how many are missing not, from that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. How many men are willing to admit that they get fucking that they? It's not even viewed as physical abuse. If a woman hits a man, it's not even viewed as physical abuse. Those cases aren't publicized. Why not? But if a man punches a woman in the fucking face, it's all over the news. He loses a job. His reputation is ruined. This, this, this. If you want equality, how about the, we make it equality? Like, don't fucking hit a man, and a man shouldn't hit a woman. Right? Yeah. I think that's fucking pretty reasonable. Eye for an eye. Uh, you know? And I think if you're a woman and you hit a man, and a man hits you back... You got a problem on your hands. You probably shouldn't have started it. Whether And I'm saying he's wrong too, but don't think you didn't bring it on yourself because you did. That's the truth. Men are expected to have this incredible restraint in all scenarios that women just aren't expected to have. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and, and that goes in a lot of different scenarios. And I'm not bashing women. I'm just saying the fucking truth. It should go both ways. The respect should be equal. It shouldn't be one or the other. And no dude... And if you're a dude out there beating on your girl, you're a fucking lowest piece of shit in the face of the earth. Period. What did you do when it happened to you? Fuck, I fucking took it because I had to. What, I, what do I do? What do you do? Dude, I could tell you exactly what I did. I grabbed her by her fucking arms and looked at her dead in the eye like I was going to fucking kill her. And she calmed down and stopped. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because she knew who the fuck, what she just did. You fucking, dude, you can't do that to people. Like, people have a right to defend themselves. And if I had fucking actually defended myself within the right of what would have happened to me, I'd end up probably in fucking jail. It'd be my fault. I'd have a reputation for beating women my whole life. When the truth is, that was like the 70th fucking time that it happened. You know what I mean? So at what point does this become a real problem? Because I believe that it is a real problem. I believe there's lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of men who have been in similar relationships where they have been physically assaulted by women and never said anything to anyone because they're like, that's what you do as a man. You just take it. Because that's what we're taught, dude. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue that at all. Yeah. I mean, I, you, know, you know, to Tyler's point, like, what causes the reaction? 
I mean, at that point, it doesn't really matter. I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't think it's okay for fucking either person to to hit someone. It's not okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it really doesn't matter what they say or what what they said or what they did. When you take it to a different level, it's a different level. Well, it'd be like punching your barista in the face if they made your coffee wrong. Yeah. yeah yes. That's <laughs> what like, I'm saying. I've got a lot of wrong coffee. Right. So, my name wrong. <laughs> so who decides when you can escalate? Yeah, I mean, I you know. Man, I'm just saying in a in a man and woman relationship, I, I don't. When's think, it okay? Like I don't to, think it is okay. Okay, so you're being attacked. What do you do? You exit yourself from the situation. I agree. That that's I mean that's but, the answer. File a report. But what I'm trying to say, no, I understand. That shit ain't taken serious, dude. You call the police and say my fucking wife was beating me, like you know they're laughing behind the phone. That's right. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to point out. It's a fucking stereotype in society that. That is creating issues that should be solved. Like if you actually brought awareness to this fact, how many women would think about it before they slapped a dude or before they punched a dude? And dude, it's a problem. Dude, I've been in two fucking relationships where I've been hit. I've never fucking laid my hand on a woman in any way like that. It's never happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's why is that okay? Yeah, but I mean, dude, I think the answer is it's not okay. You know, and yeah. I, I mean, that's a situation, and that's the learning lesson from anybody in here. Dude, I mean, as as much as I believe in violence in the sense of protecting what you have, like especially from the country standpoint, yeah, I don't think that's a situation for violence in any way, shape, or form. No, know, I don't. Like, I agree. You know, if, and, and I, you know, I always try to say, hey, if you were on the street, what would you do? And the truth is, if I was on the street and somebody attacked me, like I'm trying to whoop that dude's ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what's going yeah. down. So. You know, it is a it's I, I know why it's a sensitive topic and I understand why people get up in arms about it. But the truth is, is like it's not right to raise a hand to anybody, especially in your own home that you're I agree. in a relationship. with. I agree. But it's very common. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, the only hand you should raise in your own home is one to maybe put your kids in line, which maybe that opens up Pandora's box in the sense of, you know, I, I, I do. I spank my kids, so I don't you know, I'm not. Oh, I'm my not, God, dude. Yeah, no, you'd be surprised, though. There's a lot of people that think that's that's taboo. But I I, I spank my kids. Those I don't punch my kids. I don't plan on punching my kids. And we weren't punches kids, but, man, we had our asses beat a lot, you know, yeah. but I I think that's a correction action. But the only the only hand that's going to ever be raised in my home is if somebody comes to my home who's not welcome in my home. Well, the only hand that's going to be raised in my home. Is for a fucking sandwich <laughs> <laughs> or a beer. Yeah, that's right. So circling back around to this whole Save by the Bell, like it getting rebooted, like, dude, what are some of the, you know, we're talking about our past, like, what are some of the movies that you guys wish or TV shows even that you wish would get rebooted? I mean, especially with Top Gun coming out. Dude, 18. Year, 18. 18. As a show, though, not as a movie. Then the movie was. It was okay. okay. I still watch it. If it's I mean, hard. how old yeah. are we going here? Because I like I, I think anything. I mean, you, dude, I like like Sandlot. I know you're a big Sandlot guy. Yeah, but dude, yeah, but you, you can't, can't redo fuck that. You can't, fuck dude. That would no, be but, blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but those are the movies that you want your kids to to be raised on. That was a great movie. You know, there's a lot of great lessons talking about lessons in that movie. You know, and I mean, dude, there's a lot of there's just a lot of stupid movies that were great. Big Trouble, Little China. You know, it's been <laughs> the making great, the Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors is a great yeah, never fucking redo movie. That one either. Yeah. Oh, it's like, a great duo. Well, you can't redo it because he's dead. No, I'm just saying but you, you should never try to redo it either, though, even without it, I even with it. a different cast. I, I caught what you were saying. Yeah. You guys both sound you. dumb right now, <laughs> just so you know.
Did you hear about former Miss Florida going to jail because she was stealing her elderly mother's social security checks? Like, how fucked up is that? Wait, what? Yeah, Miss Florida, a former Miss Florida, was stealing her mother's social security checks. Dude, I'll be Talk about tagging your sponsor. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not really surprised by anything going on right now. Uh, This seems kind of minor. It does seem pretty shitty, but... uh, Certainly isn't the dumbest or the craziest or the fucking stupidest well, thing I've heard. And I, you know this, and, and I think you know a lot of people, I was having this conversation actually with Raquel last night, is when it comes to money, don't trust anyone. Everybody would take your shit if they could. Uh, and I, I mean, I think that's a pure example of like that's how low people will go when it comes to taking people's shit. I agree. And, you know, this is why relationships evolve when you become more successful, to be completely honest, because... They have to, because if you don't make yourself friends with people who are on your level, everybody else really does kind of hate you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they're and this is the truth. People think people have the wrong idea of what haters really are. Right. There's there's people's internal voice that they like imagine and then they think and then they kind of make up like what they think people are saying. Right. And then there's real haters like. The guy who just murdered murdered Randy Gorey in Edwardsville a week ago. Okay, so when you talk about haters, be very clear that when you talk about haters to people who actually do have people that hate them, you look like a fucking idiot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, a a true hatred really doesn't want to see the success or they want to see the success until to the point to where they are still connected and can receive from it. Yeah, and And the minute that you don't give it, then it's hatred. You're a piece of shit. That's correct. Dude, we don't even know the motive of why this dude killed him, but I guarantee you it had to do with money. Yeah. Give I, your- I, my, I guarantee you, dude, at some point in time, they're going to find out that this motherfucker somehow wanted something from Randy, and Randy somehow told him no. Told him no. That's my guess. Pure speculation. I get hit up two, three times a day with fucking these huge, long stories about how... It's my responsibility to help someone who's down and this and that. Dude, I do help people that down, that are down all the time. But those are people that I choose to help that I know. Are, those are my people in my circle. Right. Right. And, and dude, when you become a, sort of a somewhat successful person in the public eye, people just change. It's not that the successful person changes. You, people change how they view you and how they utilize you and how they want the relationship to be. It completely changes it. So... Um, By the way, if Andy sends you a DM, that does not mean that you're in his circle. (laughs) That's another thing. Yeah. Well, I think there's a clear delineation there. Right, Tyler? I mean, and that that comes into a, you know, from a safety aspect of probably maybe how that situation unfolded. But, you know, when you're conversing with someone online and having a conversation or they follow you online, um, that doesn't mean you can show up to their house. You know, that doesn't mean you can, you know, follow them around to, you know, to, to sporting events and things like that. So, I mean, there's a there's a there's a. I think that the moral, ethical boundaries that social lets down, like you still got to put them into play. Bro, I don't think people understand boundaries anymore. I think there's a whole generation of people that don't understand boundaries at all. They don't understand that it's not normal to do certain things and act, behave certain ways. I mean, we see it in society all the time. We're seeing a moral breakdown of the code of behavior. I mean, dude, like when I was... 12 years old or 13 years old 
you know, even the baddest kids, like the baddest, baddest kids, the kids were that were bad. And we had some bad kids in our school. Okay. Um, they still didn't like try to like stab the principal or like punch them or like use the law to get the principal in trouble because they act up so bad that they, you know, get in a physical altercation. Right. I mean, dude, there's like weird shit well, now happening. Now the parents defend the action. I, I know. know. I know, man. And it's fucking scary. It's got to scare you, dude, with kids. Well, I was having this conversation this morning, you know, and I think <clears throat> you are what you tolerate. And I think the majority of your kids' times are, are at home, you know, and, and, you know, those bad behaviors are taught in the home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do they have access to school to other bad kids? They do. But I still have the ability to correct that in my own home, mm-hmm. you know, and, and lead from the front and teach right versus wrong. Have you had that happen already with them, like going to, with to Wait. like little, little preschool and stuff? Yeah. Where you they they picked up some shit at school and it came home and you had to fucking squash it. Well, and, you know, listen, Enzo's going to play rough. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to raise him to, to be aggressive. And guess kill, what? Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. But don't yeah. you understand that, like, you're doing what you said, what you're what what you're saying other parents do now. I understand. Yeah. So like it's a double edged sword. I know. So like, where's that line? You get what I'm saying? I do. And I think that, you know, you have to always rely on the moral and ethics. Like I'm not teaching him to be a bad kid. Right. I'm teaching him to go forward. Right. You know, and and moving forward, I got to keep the guardrails on either side of it. And I think that's the important lessons where, you know, that's what dad did for us. Yeah. There's a big difference versus completely holding the brakes on a kid Mm -hmm. as well. You know, and then whenever Enzo's out running around and he's playing aggressive and uh, you know another kid's not playing that way it may, does make for interesting conversation or you know because i mean dude it's easy to like it like because i agree with how you raise your kids yeah. i mean let's just i'm playing just both sides I here get it. uh i've had i've already had this happen no i get it yeah. so i mean dude i agree with the way the way you're raising your kids is the way they should be fucking raised yeah i so this is not me disagreeing with you but what i'm saying is with all the different personal standards that are out there about how things should be raised, like how should like, I, cause I don't have kids that do this. Right. Like, right. so I don't know. So how do you correct that shit at home? Like, give me an example. Of what well, happens? I think, you, you know, you, it's kind of the beginning of the conversation, you know, it's never, it's never okay to put your hands on other kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's dude, it's no different than having dogs. Yeah. It's very similar in that sense. Like you pr- take your dog to the dog park, put them in a cage when you want to leave the house and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, your dog is not acceptable for your dog. to you just go bite other fucking dogs. You know what I mean? You got to teach and correct. Apparently the if they're my dogs, it is okay. Cause I keep getting these fucking dogs that just bite the shit out of other dogs. Well, you're not correcting the action. No, I know? am correcting it. It's just like secretly. I think they know that I kind of don't want anything around. Yeah. yeah and they're yeah. just like, get the fuck out of here, dude. No, but I mean, you know, raising kids, it's no different, you know, and, and understanding that you have to respect other people's ways of how they want to raise their kids. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, too. But see, how do you, that's like a, that's like a hard thing to do, man, because you're trying to like teach one code of ethics at home and then, they're getting taught a different code of ethics at school, you know, because like, dude, it's not okay to be um, for kids to be aggressive and like play in sports anymore. Right. It's not okay. Like, dude, they'll just remove the kid from the fucking thing. You know, back when, when we played sports growing up, you know, if you were aggressive and you did something, you fucking went to the penalty box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, we want to remove this from the scenario so that all the kids can have a happier time. But the problem with that is, is what happens when they're 20 years old and they fucking run into somebody who's aggressive or what happens when they're 25 and they run into a situation in business where you have someone who's going to legitimately 
like take their fucking lunch and take their spot, take their career, take their fucking house. And they just let it happen because they never learned what you're trying to communicate. But I think that's why moral and ethics are such a, a power plant. And, and not only that equation in children, but just in life in general, like, you know, the conversation we were having earlier about tactical negotiation, um, it's doing what's correct. <laughs> yeah, I know? agree, dude. And it's okay to stand up for what is correct. But I agree. I, but, and, and where I, it's funny though, bro, because like, just like that meeting that we were talking about, people perceive people standing up and saying, Hey, that's not you, fucking right. Yeah. You're not going to take advantage of me. Right. And they take that as you being mean. Yeah. No, you know, like, oh, I'm being mean. No, motherfucker. I'm not being mean. I'm holding you to what you said and what you committed to. But I think this is like, and I and something, I mean, dead yeah, on, but I'm saying, you know, to something that I take great pride in, and, and I haven't always been that way, but it developed the skill is like understanding when you're wrong, too, and addressing that problem. You know, and it's very difficult in your kids mm-hmm. because, like, when they're wrong, you want to shelter them. You know, you want to protect them to it and you do it to yourself. You just don't realize you do it to yourself. But when your kids are acting out, you got to be real fucking clear when there's another kid involved. Like maybe your kid was wrong and you need to correct that fucking action. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's fucking hard. But I don't think that happens in every house. No, because it's hard because because it's an ego thing. That's right. It's my fucking kid. That's right. Well, and 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 you're not doing your kid any favors by being that way. No, you're actually teaching terrible habits. And the truth is, is that whenever you that situation it's a great teaching moment because it shows them that you're a reasonable human who actually thinks about other people that's right so that they're not they don't grow up to be one of these far left or far right fucking weirdos who thinks that just because they live a certain way that it's the right way you know well and and dude i mean i think a lot of that problem comes you know from being able to check yourself yeah. You know, no, checking dude, yourself is a hard... I for mean, it, sure, man. Like, it's awareness. Really, what we're talking about, it really comes down to awareness. Social awareness, not yeah. even self-awareness. Right. Social it, awareness. Both. Like right versus it, wrong. It's both. Yeah, and but understanding you can be wrong as long as you understand that you're wrong and you don't defend the fact that you were wrong. That, you that's right. You accept it. You right. accept like it. You you, like, there's some things about yourself, all of you listening, that you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. And if you choose to do it, you know that you're doing... Right versus wrong. ...the wrong thing, and it... If it blows up in your face, you should say, well, that's what I get. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And, and dude, nobody – I mean, you think about all the arguments you've had over time. You know, if you can remove your ego out of that situation – It's pretty easy to solve. It's a very easy solve. That's right. And, you know, like even in the business – Dude, how many times have we seen people's – like literally in our industry, people's egos just fucking destroy them. (laughs) Burn their company down. Yeah. End up in jail. Fucking – you know, be out of business. Like it is crazy, dude. People that were at the top too. Oh, dude, I see this in every every like with Arte and how we see all these business owners, dude. This is the what you just said is the biggest fucking challenge. It's your own fucking ego. Yeah, it's keeping you where you are. A lot of you guys got the wrong idea of what a big ego is about, right? You think because someone lives in a nice house and they fucking show their shit. Or whatever they think that you got a big ego. That is fucking not true. It has nothing to do with it. That just means they like cool shit. When you have a big ego, is when you think you're right. You don't have any care for anybody's perspective. You think you know everything, and you think you're more important than everybody else. Which happens to be most of the people who accuse other people of having huge egos. Well, you, I mean, dude, you know, when you start making an, an emotional decision, it's really, 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 really fucking tough to take your ego out of play. 
I mean, no matter how big it is, it just takes practice. It's hard to remove it yes. because you're personally. I mean, this is why politics and religion is such a fucking sensitive topic, right? Because you're you're right. Yeah, but I'm you should right. still in those scenarios. You should still in those scenarios be able to detach. Of course, yes. But people do not. You know what I mean? I agree. And it's when you're, when it's your kids. Yeah, it's a then whole it's like very emotional level. Yeah, you know, I and get so that. I can see that. And so you know, you, you do not. But I think you know that's. When your kids grow up around that environment, you know, we grew up around that environment. I, you yeah. know, I don't think we ever recognize how valuable that was to us growing up. No, fuck, dude. I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like when you think about especially raising kids, you know, like, you know, dad always standing for what was I mean, you know, and, and our dad was the, the guy who like if somebody's being a fucking asshole in the bar, like he would fucking say, hey. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. My kids are here. And he would say fuck while the other guy and accuse the guy. Of <laughs> yeah, saying, yeah, fuck. yeah. But. He was standing for what was right. It was uncomfortable. It was awkward for all. But he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck because it was correct. Right. You know, and and I think there's needs to be more of that in society in Dude, general. Dude, mom was the same way. Oh, no, no. Mom was, yeah. I think mom She's might worse. even been better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Bro, I was thinking about this. She wouldn't take shit from nobody. I, I was, had to go to the bathroom was, one time. I was thinking about this, you know, when when we talk about all the lessons that we learned from dad, the, we did learn a, a lot of lessons from from mom, too. But I think the most important lesson that we learn in our lives actually came from mom, not dad. Yeah. And was always do, do the, the right, right thing. thing. That's right. Dude, when you do the right thing, like when I started and when I started thinking about this, because what happened was um, I started smoking some weed and I got really fucking high and I got on this idea and I started thinking about it. <laughs> and I'm like, what's ever, the most right? important lesson that I ever learned in my life that made me the most money and the most successful and made me who the fuck I am? It's that. It is. Because, dude. Like, for example, we just got blown up on our customer service by some guy who's pissed off uh, that we back the blue. Did you see that? I did not. Okay. So, I mean, literally just got here from the right, show. So, so when I was walking through customer service, Jordan's like, hey, man, uh, what should I do here? And he shows me this big paragraph. A man wants to return his order because he found out that we make back the blue and we support the police. And he thinks it's divisive towards... Um, the minorities in the community and I w and that was his story and he has a right to think that I don't have a problem with that yep. I also have a right to believe that 99.9% .9 of the police are great fucking humans and I choose to support them and I choose to donate my money to their causes of the fallen heroes that's that's a big thing for us here at First Form. It's a big thing for us personally, both dude, of us. Dude, that like pisses me off. I, I know. <laughs> but I, this is the point. This is look, the point. Yeah. But he look, can believe that way. That's right. And yeah. so he was asking me how to respond. And most people right now are listening. And if you follow me, you probably share similar beliefs. And if you don't, that's fine too. But I know most people's first reaction: "Fuck that guy!" Oh, well, you don't know where the fuck that guy. That guy could have had a really bad experience, yeah. dude, and got his fucking ass beat for no reason by that one percent of bad. What, he, who knows? But, I, you know, he asked me how he should handle it. I said, dude, just handle it very respectfully. Just say, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yes, we return the products. We'll be happy to take it back and handle it like a professional. Like a grown-ass man. That's right. But dude, and, dude, did it make me mad when I read it? I yeah, guess. it did. But after I got mad, for the 1.5 seconds I was mad, I thought, well, I wonder what this guy's side of the story is. It's yeah. got to be – he probably has a really good reason for thinking that. And we always assume that people have, uh, you know, shitty reasons for thinking that. But you don't fucking walk in their shoes, so you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, like, this. listen, this guy's Like, bro, I've had a bad fucking... Ex I had a bad experience with a cop one time, real bad. Got fucking... My head kneeled on and, you know, tossed around in not a very fucking friendly way. 
And it wasn't like fun. It was like very forceful. It yeah, wasn't. I've had my ass beat. Yeah, dude. I got, oh, yeah. I got, you know, and it was not called for. Yeah. I was, I was, I was in the wrong place at the wrong fucking time. And I got grouped in with a group of people and I got my fucking head smacked. Dude, it fucking, I was pissed. It scraped up my face, gave me some black eyes. You know what though? I shouldn't have been in that fucking spot. Yeah. And- I should have fucking thought better. And the truth is. That's what that guy has to do to fucking make sure. He doesn't know if I'm going to fucking hurt him. Yeah. He has no idea. He's protecting his ass. That's he right. Wants to go home to his kids. And so I could easily say, yeah, I get it. fuck that, dude. They fucking too rough and this and that. And, dude, I know a lot of people have that feeling. But, like, let's stop and think what it's like to be the cop. Also, and that's why I stop and think what it's like to be that guy. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So that's I'm right. not mad at that guy. If you're listening right now and you, you're that guy – Dude, look, if that's how you feel, I just encourage you to understand how we feel as well. Yeah. And why? You know, a good friend of ours got his fucking face shot off right around the corner. A mile away. Okay. This is a guy who came here, who worked our events. Like, we support this man and his family, and we support all the other good officers out there. Now, if you're a shitty officer, fucking don't be a shitty officer. Listen, I've had, I mean, you know, I've had my ass beat by, by a cop, and I'm not saying it wasn't Well, you're a professional at getting your ass beat. That's <laughs> yeah. a fucking fact. I mean, I'll tell you what, I did get, I got my ass beat, too. I just beat Did this, you deserve it? I beat, well, here's the thing is I beat this dude up in the street, and then well, I got. So you deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my ass beat by the cop. So, I mean. A little bit of instant karma. Yeah, well, hey, yeah. listen. But I, I, you know, I mean, it is, you know, in that point, it is what it is. I've dude, had that's, a, a, that's an example of removing your own ego, though. Yeah. Like, dude, sometimes you got to say. Well, <laughs> that's I what a, I fucking deserve. Listen, I got a, I, I've had a lot more positive interactions than I have negative by yeah. about fucking one million. Yeah, you know, and for sure. But I think it comes back to you know doing the right thing and checking your ego and being able to have that conversation. You know, an adult, like you said to to Jordan, you know, hey man, that guy, that's how he, you know, in my sense, that's how they're going to raise their kid, or that's how that, yeah. you know, th- he's that's how he wants to live his life. That's okay, dude. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And I think, it's, and you know I, what, you could have dinner with that guy. Totally. You know, honestly, I would love to have dinner with that guy and just find out why the fuck he thinks that. That's right. It doesn't mean I'm going to yell at him or be mad at him. I'm going to say, hey, why do you think that? And we're going to have a talk. Dude, you know what's cool? You know, Tyron, Tyron Woodley. Yeah. Like he's here in St. Louis. Uh, fucking welterweight legend, UFC stud. I know a lot of you guys follow him and know him, but he's cool like that. Like, dude, he has him and I have a lot of belief. We have a lot of beliefs that are similar. And we have a lot of beliefs that are different. And you know why they're different? Because we grew up fucking different. Way different. We have a completely, he's black. I'm fucking not black. He's grew up over here. I grew up in the country. He grew up in Ferguson. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, dude, we have different perspectives. That doesn't not, that doesn't mean. We should hate each other. And, and it doesn't mean he's wrong and I'm right. That's right. So it, I think if we take a minute as people to like just remove this mentality of like, I have to win. I have to win the conversation. Ego. Dude, when you stop trying to win conversations with your boss and with your wife and with your fucking husband and all these other places, shit will start working for you. I yeah. promise you. Well, you got to look for the resolution, man. I mean, yeah. people who make the most money in the world do what? Solve fucking problems. That's right. And they're great at it. And that's a good way to start solving them. That's right. Because you start with yourself. That's right. Dude, you know what's crazy? It's going back to doing the right thing and how things have changed, like in bringing up sales, aggressive negotiations, man, like. It's crazy how business used to be done. Like, it used to be, oh, my word is my bond, or we're going to agree on a handshake. Now, motherfuckers, with, like, signed paperwork, they'll still try to go back on that paperwork. Like, Dude, legal documents. Dude, for sure, for sure. But 
I would say that's still a minority of people. I will tell you this. When you okay, here's what I'll say about that, and I think this is very it's been very accurate for me. When you're at a lower level of business, when you're at you know the zero to let's say five million level, a lot of motherfuckers that act like that, a whole lot. When you get to between five and like fifty million, it's less. There's just less because those people eventually get stomped down. So when you get like over a hundred million, dude, it's not like that. It's everybody gets it. Everybody knows that everybody's got to have uh, money and they got to get a piece of the pie. Everybody, if, this has been my example. Everybody gets it and it's openly discussed. And we say, hey, you got to make fucking. What do you got to make? Just say what you got to make. What do you got to make? Ten percent. Oh, yo, listen. I was just going to tell the story about right. the furn- the furniture game. Yeah, that tell we're it. Going through. Yeah, tell yeah, it. I mean, like to to Andrew's point is dead on. I. I buy millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of raw goods and supplies and labels and lids. Every fucking week. I don't have one agreement in place. No. I have handshakes. That's right. And I, I think this this goes through to, to, you know, like when I die, like I always say, you know, I talk about death But a people lot, think but. about business like that. They think about business as like all these crazy contracts and this, this, and this, and this. Dude. Dude, that isn't really how business is done. Business at the top levels is still done on word. Well, that's when you should be most afraid in the business. Yeah, I know, but you're not because everybody at that level understands the point I was trying to make. No, I'm talking about the more contracts and paperwork you have. Like, that's when you should be the most afraid. Dude, that's that's fucking fake business. That's correct. Okay, (laughs) that's fake business. It's not even real shit. That's what people don't get. That's not even fucking real. Ed and I run Arte Cynic on a fucking handshake. Chris and Sal and I have an agreement on a fucking handshake. On a handshake. Okay. That's how business works at top level. It just does. Are there contracts in place? Yes, 100%. But the contracts are rarely discussed and they're never brought out until there's a real problem. And so what I'm saying is people don't at that level, I'm not saying there's no contracts. What I'm saying is their word actually means their word, which is why he was getting so upset about what he was dealing with today. Today. So. You know, that's something that I think is important for people to understand. That's bottom feeder shit when people do that. And and, and what are they trying to do at that bottom feeder level? They're trying to make the most they can. They're that's trying right. To, they're trying that's to take, right. take, take, take. Which take, is why take, they never take. get any. That's correct. Yeah. The true thing about business is. Fair. You, you start, dude, fair, fair. Being fair. That is true, man. Well, I mean, dude, it's just short-term thinking, right? It is. Yeah. Dude, the thing is, is like... Um, well, I, I'll cut you off, but the, the thing that I've learned at the top level, when I say at the top level, I don't mean because we're far from where we want to go. I, yeah, Phil, but Phil we're, we, we are classified as a big business. Yeah, and I, I think everybody has skin in the game, but you have them. In, the reason they get to that point is because a great business deal is good for you, it's good for me, That's right. and it's good for the customer. That's right. And anytime that... that that equation gets out of tilt, out of whack. Somebody gets the relationship starts going bad, and yeah, but everybody knows that's what happens. So they don't do it at that level. So they don't do it because they they want to be able to do business in the next year, the next year, and the next year. And to your point, like, hey, how much do I have to make? Well, okay, well, I can I have to make this percent in order to survive. Okay, cool. Let's operate out of that. Right. Let's figure out how we make this work. Right. You know. Right. So you make ten. 
uh, dude, I need to make two and I need to fucking third on performance, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. all just discussed openly like that. That's it's, right. It's very simple. But people make it hard with the fucking papers because they want the magic in the deal. And where's the magic? That's that's where you get fucked. Dude. When you start to read something and it don't make sense to you, you're getting a big fucking donkey dick right in your ass. I, I promise you. What's wrong with that? Where there's just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude. Where there's mystery, there's margin. That's right. You know? So and mystery's in the thirteenth page of the contract that you already at that but, point you're thinking about something you saw on Instagram. That's right. Dude, what's funny though is that people like I can always tell what kind of people I'm dealing with by the way they fucking talk about paperwork. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dude, when we, when you're, and this is a problem with the young entrepreneurs, you know, we'll talk a little business for a minute is you guys, you're always focused on what's in it for me. What can I get? What can I do? Just like Sal was saying a minute ago. The problem is, is that that's not how you get paid in business. All right. You get paid by doing a fucking amazing job and then you grow your business because who you did the amazing job with or for tells people about it. That's the truth. So what we have is a situation of kind of thinning the herd as you progress up in the economic scale of business. You, at the bottom levels, you have a lot of people trying to do what you just said. Go back on their word. Go back against the contract. Do different shit. That happens a lot at the low levels. because, And the reason that they don't get to the higher level or the mid-level is because they do that shit. And when they start doing that shit, everybody tells everybody, this is the kind of dude that you are, the kind of girl that you are, and you can't get to the middle level. So when I always talked on the MFCEO that being a quality human and doing the right thing actually makes you the most money, and when I said about my mom a minute ago teaching us that, that's why we've been able to keep growing, because we don't ever fuck anybody, and we do the right thing. And you do what you said you're going to do. That's right. And, and so, to, to mo- it's to- the most important thing, dude, in life and business. It really is. And I know that sounds like a lot of the younger guys are like, oh, dude. Yeah, they want the special fuck, pill. Fucking old. You're old school. No, motherfucker. I'm telling you, that's the way it is. If you do what's right, you do what you said you're going to do, you're going to fucking be successful in business. Even it's, if it costs you money. That's right. And it does sometimes. And you know what's funny is you talk about quality of character. You know, <clears throat> when I had that conversation today, it was very stern uh, aggressive some would call it hard conversation to have because you know when you first start having it it makes well, you i think st- you at one point you did say like fuck you yeah it makes so you, i mean it was it yeah. was aggressive but understanding that they okay so when if you stand for what's correct they understand that yeah you know what i mean so like further on down the road when you start having different conversations they learn to trust you because you'll do what's right Right. You'll stand up for what's right. You're not trying to Which get you, them for but something. That, but that's what gets you the next deal. Correct. And the next deal. Hey, go the, deal with him because he's a, he's a fair guy. Right. He's a fair this guy. This is where people fucking miss it. They don't see that, like, how behaving with, like, a good moral integrity is beneficial in business. They think it's a they think it's a buzzword. They think it's, you know, some shit that Gary Vee just fucking shouts about. Like, be good. Have empathy. Kindness. They think it's fucking bullshit. Because he says it so much. But the truth is, all that shit is really what he's saying is do the right fucking thing. And when you do the right thing, good things happen. It's just the way it is. And I'm going to tell you from dealing with and being friends with literally not millionaires, but hundred millionaires, pretty much all the dudes I fucking roll with, at least. That's how they operate. If they say the, 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 real, the most successful guys I know are the ones that fucking do exactly what they say. And if it's and even if they think exactly what they say, 
isn't fair, they'll make it fair even if it costs some money. That's correct. Dude, I've had people in our I've had people come back to me and I've come back to other people at certain times in business deals and I've been like, "Look, dude, we're making way more money than what I thought we were going to make. So, I'm going to cut you in a little bit more here." To make and dude, that's what you fucking do. Well, and, and, and no I'll, nobody will say that shit because really nobody knows it. Well, yeah, because it's scary. You, you risk losing the business, right? No, I mean, they they look at they look at like these crazy like tycoon movies, you know, like about like fuck like Wall Street and like these movies where and, and dude, there's truth to those movies. Like a lot of these guys up there, they're fucking criminals, man. But they are the exceptions. But rule. those guys always fall. That's the point. Like you always get caught. The Jeffrey Epstein's of the world who fuck everybody, literally and figuratively and financially. Guess what happens? They don't hang themselves. Or did yeah. he? <laughs> it's sad. I couldn't resist. It's, I'm sorry. It's sad, it's sad that yeah. you know you think in today's world, like we're laughing at the the conspiracy, right? Yeah. Like we're laughing at the guy's death, but the truth of the matter is, to Andrew's point, you know, you look at that guy was a bad guy. Yeah, no, no, dude, terrible. Okay. Like I don't give a. Yeah, from what I, I, know, I would fucking shed about as many tears as I would shed for Osama bin Laden. Yeah, zero. Right. Or maybe an applause. Yeah, a, a total applause. <laughs> yeah. So so let's be fucking straight about yeah, it. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, you know, when you go back to having those business deals, you know, when you're losing money in a situation, you, but you did what you said you were going to do. You still a, win. Not only do you win, it's appropriate because you've done you did what you said you were going to do at the at the loss of money. You can readdress the situation and say, you know, hey, man. Like I did what I said I was going to do, but I want you to know, like I said, I could do it at 10 points. I lost money here. I lost money here. And yeah. I, it put me in a bad spot and, and I don't want to put you in a bad spot moving forward. So let's renegotiate. I, I need 13 or 14 points in order for this to be worth my time. And bro, that happens all the time. Oh yeah. It happens both ways to yeah. our benefit and to the other company's benefit. But dude, that's also why we continue to grow. That's why our customer base continues to grow because we do the same thing inside the way we treat them. It's really simple, man. Well, you even teach your employees this too, though. Like what? that's very uncommon. You, you teach them to do the right thing. Well, and, why wouldn't I? Well, I'm just saying, like, not a lot of companies will invest the time and energy and the money to actually teach their employees that. Well, I mean, dude, like, it's very simple. Like, you have to give your employees autonomy. You have to let them do shit. Like, if you try to create a system where you dictate their every move, they're going to be unhappy. Yeah, no robots. That's normal. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs are scared of giving autonomy no. to their employees. Well, of course they are, but that's because not that's because they're beginning entrepreneurs or they're unsuccessful entrepreneurs. And it's a little bit of ego. Well, yeah, that's right. They you want know? to fucking control everything. That's right. So great entrepreneurs, because that's re- that's what I'm talking about when I say this. They understand that you have to give your employees autonomy. So how do you get your employees to have autonomy and execute the plan? You create core values and culture in your company. So that people want to do the best right thing. They don't they aren't forced to do the best right thing. Well, speaking on culture, man, there's like like we're in the lowest, uh, you know, it, historically, we are at a, the lowest employment rate right now. But yeah. the big companies out there lowest right now unemployment rate. Yeah. Did I say? Yeah. Employment. Yeah. yeah. Lowest unemployment rate. Yeah. And the biggest companies out there right now are actually having like basically wars over the mid, the minimum wage talent. That's Dude. Out there. You don't say. So wait. So you come in and you fix the economy and you bring jobs that were overseas back to our country. And in, and all of a sudden there's more jobs. So more people have careers. So there's less. Wait, I don't understand. That doesn't even make sense to me. 
I sense sarcasm. I mean, what the fuck, man? This is what I don't understand how people don't get this. Like, dude, when you have jobs in America, people people have jobs. They have careers. Right. When you send them to fucking wherever, guess what? They don't have jobs. It's very simple. And when there's more jobs, that means there's more good jobs. And when there's more good jobs, guess what happens? You make more money. That's right. And what's really happening here is these fucking companies have treated their employees like shit for so long and not trained them like we've trained them. And now they have people who are better companies, better to work for, and they have options. So they can go to a company like ours or other quality companies and find a place to fit in because... We're the ones that are growing the most. And so what's happening is these shitty companies are running into a situation where they, you know, like I said, they haven't delivered. If you go find one of these companies who everybody says they love to work for, they are not having a fucking problem finding people. Look at Chick-fil-A. They're not having a problem. When, when you say ch- shitty, too, like, understand that Andy's talking about, like, major companies that are in the world, like well, Amazon and fucking, you know, all these fast food chains like Target, Costco, and then... Like, dude, they're big fucking It's not, companies. listen, there's, some of these companies do well, like, in terms of culture and fucking treating their employees and good places to work. But what I'm saying is, the companies that are having problems are the companies that aren't offering fair wages. So, instead of, and this is where I want to tie this together for you guys that don't understand this. Instead of trying to legislate $15 minimum wages, let the economy fucking handle it on its own and vote for the economy. You see what I'm saying? So, like, when you have a good economy and people are hiring and growing and creating jobs, <coughs> less people get to work at fucking Taco Bell. That's just the way it is. So you don't have to raise the minimum wage. The minimum wage was never intended to be a living wage. It's, the, it's, it's intended to be something in addition to. It's not a fucking career. For most people. And by the way, those companies can make a career if you work a certain way for a certain amount of time. You, there's lots of people that have careers at fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> well, speaking of Taco Bell, do you know that they're actually, quote unquote, testing a $100,000 uh, base salary for general managers? Yeah, they're going to have to. <laughs> they're going to have to because that's what retail managers are getting paid now. They're fucking, they at least have a comp system that allows them to make that sort of money. We do. I mean, that's that we've been doing that for how many years? So, you know, what's happening, dude, is the culture companies are swallowing everybody up and all the regular companies that treat everybody like a number. They're fucking having problems with people right now. So you can tie this back to kids. You know what I mean? The economy is going to correct business in itself. And it's whenever you if you raise, you know, in my opinion, if you raise your kid to be strong moral values, a forward-moving asset. When he goes to the world, that's right. He will swim. He's going to have more opportunities. He'll have more opportunity, and, and that comes through with a lot of failure. But it comes, it comes with a, a, a lot of tests. It comes with a lot of, you know, not doing what you know society always says is okay, or you know, it's standing yeah. your fucking ground. Yeah. You know, and, and I hate to. I'm not trying to make it a political play, but you know, Donald, Donald Trump was simply just doing what he said he was going to do. You that, know what I mean? I'm going to eliminate jobs over there. I'm going to bring them here. And we're going to let all of it take care of itself. And it's interesting that there's, like, people mad about it. Like, how can you be mad? But that's ego. That's ego, man. Like, how weird is that? I mean, how can you be? If you're a fucking American, how can you be mad about the economy? Like, why are we we talking about, like, dude, I see people, like, hoping that the fucking economy goes bad. Man, that's that's fucked up. Like, dude, like, we fucking live here, motherfuckers. Not only that. Like, Like, dude, if... What, what's the what does it matter that the guy you don't like the guy i get it you don't like him 
You think he looks weird. You think he talks weird. You, th- you don't like his fucking personality and all this shit. I, whatever. But what do the fucking numbers say? Hey, man, I don't like Howard Schultz. The, you know, the guy that owns Starbucks? Yeah. But I fucking drink the fuck out of his coffee because he makes good coffee. Hey, you know what, dude? It, it, that's actually a great fucking point. Yeah, just it, I, I don't. I, I don't think let, it would be it would be nice for people in this country to bond over being an American and actually root for us winning as a fucking country instead of rooting for their fucking mascot. Well, I'll tell you what's what's sad, you know, and I remember this. I mean, I, I think everybody can probably reflect back. Maybe not everybody, because a lot of the a lot of the listeners are young. But you know, when nine eleven happened. 9-11 was a terrible day. I mean, you can, you can know exactly where you're at and who you were with and the conversations you had. But what came of that for, I don't want to say a short period of time, but for a pretty good period of time, but still short over in the big picture, was a great sense of unity. You know, it was a great sense of America. It was a great sense yeah, of I pride. Remember. And I, I, would still have, I still have that. No, no, I understand. But when you see it from all sides, it would be a great place to be right now because if we could tie the the back half of like, oh, he's going to war and he fucking sucks. And he's like, what happens? Like, what about we're doing really fucking good as a country right now? We should have a lot. We should have more fucking pride right now than we have ever fucking had. Yeah, in our but lifetime. it doesn't serve certain people's agendas. So they got to be angry about it. That's the point. That's because they're pissed off. That's over a self. That's, e- that's over. That's either selfish. And I, I either have money in the game or fame in the game or power in the game. Or I love the mascot, the figurehead of my party and these ideals more than I love America winning. That's fucking sick. I know, but that's the truth. It's the truth. And we don't, people don't even stop to consider that. Like when you see, like, dude, I didn't vote for fucking Obama. I didn't like his whole, I didn't like his plan. I think Obama's cool as fuck. I would hang out with Obama. I think he's fucking awesome. I think I would like to learn how to speak like him. He's a great speaker. He's the best. I, for real. The best. The best. Like, that motherfucker make you believe shit you didn't even fucking believe. I, I you know what You're right. I am black. I know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly, I know why dude. people bought that shit. Yeah, I do, Cause too, because he's fucking it. good. Yeah. But, like, dude, I respect all that. And, and like you said earlier, like, I sit down and have fucking drinks with him. And, dude. and w- w- I don't hate the motherfucker. How cool would it be to, like, sit be, down and have fucking drinks with that motherfucker? It'd be cool. I but mean, it would also, I think it would be cool with Trump. Oh, I think it'd be yeah. fucking hilarious. I think it'd be hilarious to have both those motherfuckers and then have drinks. I would love to see those two sit down and have drinks together. Oh, me too, man. You, you know, like, you know, you know, there'd be some shit talking because Obama's a good shit talker, too. I know. He's he's quippy. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's Twitter talker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Right? He, he's got and those so, good ones. But and Trump so is, is Trump. too, man. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> who's, more, who's wittier? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously I don't know. I'm total speculation here, but I. I think Obama would probably be quicker to the gun than than Trump. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Trump would go deeper, though. I think Trump would like, you know, like whenever you're. No, see, here's what it is. It's the same thing you say about me. Like, you always said this, dude, if someone throws a pebble at me, I throw him back a fucking boulder. Yeah, right. And so I know that's how Trump is, too. So, like. You fucked up my saying, by the way. What? It's grenade and nuclear bomb. You oh, throw a grenade it? at Andrew, he throws back a nuclear bomb. Well, like, fuck, that's what you do. He <laughs> <laughs> so, breaks the door. So that would be that would be the 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 Obama uh, Trump conversation, yeah, right? For sure. Like oh, like Obama's gonna say some shit that's kind of funny and, and like it's quick. Yeah, throw that grenade fast, and, and then Trump's just gonna like be like, "Yeah, bro." No, but, like, Trump's gonna say, "Is I got the fucking Dow Jones to thirty thousand? Say what?" Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna rip out all these fucking stats. Yeah. 
Dude, I got unemployment at the like, lowest rate it's ever been in U.S. history. What? Yeah, he's going to take all the fun out of the conversation. That would be like a five-minute dinner. Did, oh, dude, they would. Yeah. They would I bet you I'd still go see, to it, I though. bet you secretly they'd be friends. I do for sure. For sure they would be. There's no question. They can pretend all they want. They fucking hate each other, but there's a mutual respect there both ways. Did you guys see the picture of it was a mock-up of Trump with his wig and without his wig? Like totally with the bald. fucking two-man shoe? Dude, dude holy shit. That was shit. badass, dude. He looked like a former Navy SEAL. Yeah, dude. He, it was cool. The whole the whole internet's like, dude, he should totally do that. Yeah, well. I, I don't think he can grow hair on his head, much less on his face. What, has he got fake hair? Is that fake? I, fuck, I don't know. It looks like it's fake. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'll Whatever. tell you what, when the wind's blowing, buddy. Yeah, he's probably nervous. <laughs> the comb over central's happening. Yeah. Oh, dude. I don't know, man. I think uh, the salaries and all that, I think, dude, it, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's the organic way of how this should go. Well, dude, it's actually kind of funny. Like, some of the incentives these big companies are offering. Like, how do they miss the mark? Starbucks created an app, a meditation app for their employees. Church's I, Chicken. I don't know, dude. For, the, for, for Starbucks employees, that might be appropriate to their culture, bro. Like, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, you go into Starbucks, they're all the same kind of people. Well, I mean, a direct well, quote I, was, we didn't ask for a meditation app. We want to be able to pay our rent. Well, well, I would agree with that. But I don't know. I don't fucking know their culture, bro. But I, I think that's a weird thing to do, yes. But and, I'll tell you, I mean, dude. Like, hey, all my employees are fucking leaving to go elsewhere, so I'm going to create a fucking meditation <laughs> app. Like, <laughs> calm down, bro. It ain't that bad. Church's like, Chicken is giving out new uniforms. Oh, well, fuck. That's... <laughs> That's amazing. I'm sure that'll keep lots of people if they're fucking. Well, I mean, dude, but I, you know, it's a, it's a real issue because, you know, that's the biggest, I think, at least when I look at it, there's a lot of lessons to be learned from my, from my seat. But secondarily, man, like that's why it's always. Whoa. Whoa. Here's a good one though. McDonald's launched a campaign called where do you want to be, which partners a handful of workers with experts, including rapper Yaz, Yaz the greatest. Do, do you fucking know who that is? No, I have no idea. I don't, I don't either. I don't have a clue who it is either. All right. And dermatologist Mina Singh to discuss career options. Dude, <laughs> let me help you with this, McDonald's. <laughs> Where do you want to be? Not at fucking McDonald's. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Where does McDonald's want to be? Let's lead them outside of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you show them the opportunity up the ladder? How I does mean, that dude, go down in a This is their effort like... to attract more employees? Are you being fucking serious right now? <laughs> Dead serious. Man, I mean... <laughs> Bro, you guys need some help. I, we got some consulting services available. We do. I, I could literally change this for you in about three days, for and it would make you like billions of dollars. Yeah, it'd be real easy. You would go outside, you would switch all the M's to a red Chick-fil-A sign, and you'd be fucking back in order. <laughs> hey. It's fucking true, man. Pay me, motherfucker. Listen, We're giving away our shit. I spend more fucking money every month at Chick-fil-A than I do any other fucking restaurant. Why? Dude, why? Because they make a quality product and they have unbelievable service. Mostly on Sundays. No, no, no. The bottom line is, it's just better. It's better. It's a better, dude, it's a better overall experience. And, and you know what? I, I feel good giving them money because they're kicking fucking ass. Like those kids are in, and they're kids, you know, like those kids back there working, they're, they're doing what their parents okay. are raising so, their kids the right fucking way. Okay. And what's fucking Chick-fil-A known for? Their fucking culture. That's right. And dude, you know what? They raise I've only management. been saying it for fucking Six years now, motherfuckers. You don't get it. This is why Chick-fil-A beats the fuck out of everybody else. Yeah. This is it. Okay? Do they make better product? Yeah, they make better product. You know why they make better product? Because they got a culture that cares about making the best fucking product. Dude. You guys don't get it. This is real simple. And they take pride in the delivery. Yeah, bro, you know? 
hey, we're going to build some culture, dude. I ran out of fucking paintball field. You fuckers don't get it, man. (laughs) You don't get it. If you want to get it, join Arte Syndicate, and I'll fucking teach it to you. Well, not only that, though. I mean, dude, Chick-fil-A's kicking the fuck out of everybody, and they only compete six out of seven days. They give you Sunday to catch up. <laughs> They're giving you a day off, that's man. How, that's how you know. They know that they got the secret sauce. No shit. And I'm a, speaking of secret sauce, dude. They're yellow sauce. Bro, I think oh, we man. should do the it's same. Like I, think we should sh- I think we should shut our website down on Sundays just to fucking give everybody else a chance to catch up. <laughs> oh. no, don't that's do, so nice of them. Can we not, can we not do Sundays? <laughs> Sunday's a good day for us. <laughs> uh, we'll figure out another day. The only thing that Chick-fil-A... They have that, the secret sauce, though. Oh, dude, the, Their fucking the Chick-fil-A sauce is, sauce is fucking, fucking gas, man. The only thing that they do that bugs me is whenever they take the tray to you and you, you thank them and they say, my pleasure. It's like that's a, it's what, a script. That's, it's that, a script. But, no. oh, God, it, that, that no. saying just creeps me the fuck no, out. No, dude. I don't, I don't know why. But that's a testament to their culture. Fuck yeah. Uh, there's a story told. There's a story told in that company about why you say that that matters. And that's why they do it. They, I, I promise you. That's not, that's not um, an accident thing that they just like say. Oh, this is a good thing to say. Very purposeful. There's a fucking reason for it. There and, is, but that that phrase is just always kind of just. Well, well, you know what, I, dude? I, I not, why you just give me ammo, dude? Yeah. I just fuck with you now. I think it's <laughs> the. I mean, every every time I hear it, I think it's the it's the greatest fucking thing I hear because you think, man, when you go, you might have, I and mean, you know this, so you go to one Wendy's, Wendy's, this Wendy's is fucking great, but don't go to that Wendy's over there; it's terrible. Chick-fil-A has been able to establish a fucking line and their people and leaders and leaders within have been able to hold that line. And when you go to any Chick-fil-A, you get a similar product, you get a similar feel, almost identical. And dude, they have the culture because they keep those they keep those employees that have pride in the product that they produce. Uh, oh, and by the way, what do you got to do to keep employees to care? You got to fuck it. No, you, first of all, you got to care about them and you got to pay them. Yeah, I mean, that's what companies don't get. Companies think they can just pay motherfuckers now, no. and these people are going to stay. That Taco Bell model ain't going to work. No, it isn't. It's yeah. not going to work because it's not worth. And, th- dude, this is why most of the business owners that are listening here struggle. People have options. They have places to go now. This is not seven years ago where, fucking, you were the best option out there. You may you may have been at that time, but it's evolved because there's companies out there that understand how to specifically create a certain culture based around certain values that they believe. And because they teach the companies and the people in the company to, to, to abide and adopt and ingrain that culture in what they do, now everything else runs smoothly. But people don't take the time to do it because, they don't, one, they don't know how to do it. Like I said, they think going and fucking paintballing or go-karting is culture. It's not culture, dude. You have no idea what it even means. But that's most companies. Hey, we're going to have a fucking birthday party in the kitchen for Karen in 20 minutes. We got great company culture. Meanwhile, everybody Bro, hates Karen. you're a fucking idiot. That's the truth. What is the fuck Karen movement? I don't know. A Karen is just like a name that you it's, could throw in there. It's just the most basic you know? fucking name ever. Yeah, I think, well, it's, pe- I think it's a hashtag, hashtag on TikTok. Yeah, I don't know how that got famous, but like, gotcha. I get it. I didn't know if there's a There's even a Karen haircut it. where it's just like that. You know it's a Karen walking in to argue with the manager whenever you see her. <laughs> Dude, that's an unfair stereotype. Is, I know some wonderful Karens. Dude, you know what's weird is how uh, each generation has like their pool of names. You know, you got Enzo. my name I know has never been really that common, but it's still common enough people know it. I love my name because it's like you don't know too many other Andys. Like there's just not a lot of them out there. 
Now, I happen to know another one now who happens to be way bigger than me. And now I'm at 6'1 and 270 fucking pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. Not anymore. You're number two now. <laughs> I've become little Andy. What the fuck? What the fuck? Big he, Andy's fucking big, though. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, he's so much bigger. Like, I, I got to be little. Or, like, my medium. Like, who's the little Andy then? Maybe. I would say you're still XL. I just, he's, he's, he comes from the big and tall store. He's an XXL. Okay. So he doesn't even count in the conversation. I don't think so. So we could both be big Andy. Yeah. Uh, that, cause like, dude, I'm big for an average person. Yeah. But that dude's just big, like a mountain big. Like well, it's I mean, a different that, kind that, of big. That was part of the argument that I had with the builders group today is we had to install a couple special toilets to hold big Andy. <laughs> dude, for real. <laughs> Dude, they better have fucking power flush on there too, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. So, time for dumbest motherfucker of the land. Oh. I, I'm oh. pretty sure McDonald's could have made this list this week. but uh, Bro, I'm reading through these these co- these companies, and, like, we could just go off on all of them. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck do you guys think people want? They want to have a good time at work. They want to be part of the company, and they want to get paid fairly. Okay, so this is a great example to teach you that, like, look at Taco Bell. You know, money can't fix everything. Just because you're going to pay the guy 100 fucking grand doesn't mean your company's going to turn around. No, dude, people are done. People are done trading their lives for just money. Correct. They're done. It's over. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to anymore. That's right. Because there's all these other companies that have followed the lead of a few companies. We're one of them um, who have created these crazy fucking amazing inclusive badass cultures where dude when i come here i feel it like we we fucking made it like the number one thing that i get from the vendors who come in and they're like dude this place has a buzz bro alex said it to me yesterday or the day before yeah so alex sitting in here he's one of our security guys he says uh he's like dude everybody's so nice there. What is that? Like that you guys got a good thing going and that's the culture. My pleasure. Right. Exactly. Ew. Your pleasure. <laughs> the fuck out of here, no, but I'm saying that's the core, the core. You saying. know what the fuck he meant. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah. A little yeah. Bit. Hey. Fuck you, dude. I've, I've developed some good young men in here and women. Yeah. You got Running my play. You bitch. got fucking Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's good. Andrew, you used to make fun of me for locker room leadership. He'd be like, "Fuck your locker room." That's that's because you're not obey- you're not doing locker room leadership anymore. Now you're doing it the way I told you, and it works. Kangaroo court. Say your pleasure, Andy. Wait, why don't my, you? My pleasure. No, why don't you just remove your ego from the situation and allow that to be your truth, I like think, it, like it's know, our truth. And to Andrew's point, this is this, <laughs> this is how good I can spin it on him. You know, the people with the most ego can't understand it. Maybe it's just that they're not right. Yeah, I agree. It's <laughs> happening right now. It's clearly happening right now. Yes, it just happened right no, there. No, it just happened to you. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> oh, All fuck. Right, I'm nominating both of you for dumbest motherfuckers of the land. Okay, when you've won dumbest motherfucker of the land before, you can't nominate other people. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and you've won that a number of times, bro. I'm 365 out of 365. We built you a really big office just to house all those fucking trophies. That was the other oh, upgrade dude. that we had in the What's in the your fucking today? trophy room at home looking like for dumb motherfucker awards? It's got to be packed. You bro. guys are starting to send them to me digital. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. I literally, I had You're to. You're getting just certificates <laughs> yeah, or like I'm coins the, I'm getting the email. No, like gonna be, no, it's going to be a fucking toilet seat. That's what you get. And dude, I had to reinforce the fucking exterior wall of your office because so it, it has fucking extra toilet seats. It's got so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the toilet seat is you know, like hanging around your neck. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the it's, it's like a, a horse it's like collar. a chain, but 
We should. It's a toilet I mean, seat. That would be a great fucking, like, you know, hey, you did something really fucking. No, like, if you didn't change a toilet paper roll in the You get to wear that for a day. And we're going to identify this. You are the guy who left the cardboard on the fucking I think thing. that's a great fucking plan. Let's run it by HR. Does HR agree? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Madat? <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> All right, so. Dumbest motherfucker of all the land is our new segment that we're putting in in every episode. A woman attempts to smuggle banned cosmetics disguised as a baby. Now, if you guys see this picture, it it legit looks like a like pajamas filled up with cosmetics, and she's carrying it on her back as she's walking through the airport in Uganda. <laughs> what? Dead Hold serious. on, I gotta see this. What it, Show me the picture. That cannot be real news. Dude. There's no fucking way that's real. <laughs> that's a big ass baby, dude. The, the baby's a baby. That's a that's fucking, like a fucking five foot human. That's like a human. Like they got a little greedy there, man. Like that's <laughs> what it was. There ain't no smuggling going yeah, on there. No, holy shit, dude. But we've all tried to smuggle something. Like I know, I know like you, you guys smuggle. Dicks into your butt? No, no. I'm pretty open about that. He's trying to (laughs) smuggle his own grapes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on. You guys got any stories about trying to smuggle shit? Fucking, you know, when you were younger, smuggle some alcohol in the movie theaters or, you know, shit like that. Fuck, I do that now. (laughs) 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 What the fuck are you talking about? The cops check my fucking dude whenever, because you got to go to the, and I mean, this is sad where we're at in society. You got to go to the fucking movie theaters. They have cops there, you know, and they got to check your person, all the shit. But I, I feel, I do feel gangster because I'll take my flask and like slide it down Bro, my side, you know, shove it up your dude, ass. Dude, like we me. used to do that when I was in fucking college. My buddy Rob, who I'm still buddies with on Instagram, we used to date a couple of the girls on the volleyball team, as you know, because yeah. you're my brother. But, uh, dude, they didn't sell alcohol to watch a volleyball game. Well, I'm sorry, you can't watch a fucking women's volleyball game. 47 times a year without drinking at some of them it's just reality <laughs> so dude we would end up getting fucked up sitting on the end of the volleyball court um on the short end you know and i know, that, I know that's the end you're typically on yeah always yeah <laughs> it's fine so Zing. we're sitting there and dude i remember i don't know how we smuggled. i think we smuggled like flasks like in between our balls yeah like like you know, like down in between like our taint area, whatever the fuck you call that area. That's deep, bro. Yeah. But like in our underwear, like I think we both had a flask or whatever. We go in the bathroom, put it in the soda and fucking dude, I'll never forget it. Cause the coach who's there and I think she's still there. Um, coach Stokes. I don't know if she's still there or not, but she like in the middle of the mat, we're over there fucked up, dude. And we, it, she's like, she looks at me and she goes, I can smell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude. We must be really bad. Well, uh, maybe it was that Fumunda cheese you're nuts. No, dude. on that bottle. Every no. time he brings the flask she was up talking to his about that. She was, she was talking about the alcohol. We were getting pretty vocal, too. I mean, it was. Hey. We're like the two guys. There's Cat like the girls seven the- people. No, there's like a hundred people in the whole fucking place. Yeah. And we're the two guys sitting by themselves in the empty stands, getting wasted, looking at all the girls, and just fucking. I mean, listen, I got a we lot, forgot where to I got we a lot of fucking stories that start with that similar scene. You know, What's it's like, that? I was just two guys sitting there. They were really fucking wasted and looking at a lot of fucking chicks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty much every other story I've got. If I wrote a, if a book, chapters one through 15 would start like this. No, and then you just have like an appendix for each insert every story yeah. at the end. All right. How it follows. Look, this, every story I'm about to tell you, it goes like this. Yeah. All right. I started fucking drinking <laughs> after a couple hours. I had drank quite a bit. Then what happened was. See what happened was. <laughs> yeah. And then fill in the rest. Yeah. Like, 
That's why I don't. That's why, like, even though I know alcohol is like a bad thing, I don't like tell people not to fucking drink. You know, like I'm not, I. You know how people get about alcohol? Like you should never fucking drink, or you should never do this. Yeah, dude, those are the motherfuckers that have problems with it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you enjoy alcohol like a regular human, it would produce some good stories for sure. And maybe one day you could turn those stories into a fucking podcast. <laughs> but whenever you drink so much that you get arrested consistently, um, you know, maybe we'll give you a pass on one time. But it's a consistent issue. Uh, you're you're you're. You know, your wife leaves you, you're beating your kids, you're doing bad shit. Uh, it's probably time to look in the mirror. Yeah. Say maybe me and this alcohol don't go very well together. Speaking of the one time, I mean, I've only been arrested one time. You've been arrested? No. You've tried to get me arrested. I'll tell that story. Do you know why? <laughs> do you know why I didn't get why I haven't been arrested? Yeah, probably because I knew the cop. No, because I'm a better salesman than you. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Jim so, said you're equal. Did he? Yep. And that? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because I'm like f- at least 10 to 1. <laughs> oh, get the There's a reason I got to go negotiate all the deals. No, there, it's because I don't want to fucking, I don't want to do it. I want you to learn to be better. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember that time we were in Springfield? I know you do because you set this up. Yeah, so, do you remember the time at Union Road in Limburg? I do. I but remember I'm not that, telling one. that story. I got that one on video. <laughs> so <laughs> this time we're, we're at a work event, a uh, CrossFit event, fitness thing. And I went out. That's actually when you it used was, to work. Yeah. I went out. I think it was it was a holiday weekend. I think it was like Halloween or something. There was like homecoming for the college campus that was around the area. And I'm like, fuck it. Nobody else wants to go out. I'll go out by myself. And I knew a couple people in the area. So I went to a house party. Got fucked up. Okay, and so to backtrack this, this is how every story <laughs> Tyler fucking starts. This is what his book is like. Oh my god, dude! Nobody how wanted did to go you out not fucking realize what the fuck you were saying. I'm okay with it. I we mean, just literally, covered this, bro. And 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 the number two for you starts the exact same fucking way. By the way, right, nobody will go out with me, so I went out by myself. I walked I got to some random party. I got wasted. fucking wasted. I didn't. And know guess what happened? Yeah. So I wake up. My phone's dead. Yeah, I got to be a Shocking. <laughs> I gotta be at this fucking event at a certain time, and I don't know what fucking time it is. Oh, and by the way, I could smell you when oh, you walked in. Oh, man, I could smell me. <laughs> so, I walk out of the house. I have no idea where the fuck I'm at, because I took a cab there the night before. And I am I know that Springfield is kind of like a grid system, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to walk this general direction, and hopefully I end up where I'm supposed to be. And Let's I, paint this picture, though. Go ahead. You are 30. Yay? Yeah, I was Right now or when it happened? When it happened. Yeah, I was probably like 29 or 30. And they are college students. I don't discriminate. (laughs) (laughs) So Tyler was in a college house party. And they're like, who's the random old guy? (laughs) Because, dude, when you're in college, 30 is an old motherfucker. Bro, those people in college right now to me, they they look look 12. Dude, I can't. I mean, like. But somehow, I think I'm still the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth, too, What the man. fuck? Like, I, I think I'm at, just as cool, just as fast. Bro, I look at these young motherfuckers in the back, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just like them, dude. I'm just like them. I'm just older, but I'm not older. I, I think like them, and I'm like, I'm really confused on what's going on when I look in the mirror because my shit is turning gray, and I'm like, shit, well, I, like it's really weird. It's a weird thing. No, it's not because, I mean, I think it's safe to say that you definitely are delusional because, I mean, you— About s- what? 
Well, about I mean, uh, maybe on everything because you, oh, you said maybe. you said you were a better. <laughs> well, sales I'm open to your opinion. So you said, yeah, you said <laughs> you're a better salesperson than me, and then you now now you think you're you're like them. Okay, well, okay, we're start, right, that's fair. We're assessment. starting to see the delusion come out. Sure, that's so fine. I'll take on, it. Tyler. All but right, whenever so, I, I'll think about it and process what you say, and I'll come back and answer in a minute. Can we go to dinner together? Yeah. <laughs> so I I finally make it uh, to the event, and I'm in the clothes that was the night before, and. Uh, I start working, right? And about a half an hour into the day, a uh, cop c- comes to our booth. And he says, hey, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, sure. So go out in the lobby of uh, this convention center. And he's like, what were you doing last night? I was like, I went out, had some fun. Why? He goes, well, there's a video of you. And I'm like, okay. What, what was I doing? And he goes, well, you exposed yourself to some younger underage girls. And I'm like, no, that didn't happen. Like, I didn't black out until, like, I hit the couch. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, it was, in a, it was in an alleyway, and you were taking a leak, and you turned around after these girls yelled at you, and you exposed yourself, and it's on video. And I'm like, well, let me see the video. He goes, no, you're going to have to come down to the station. And I'm like, well, you don't have the video with you? He goes, no, you're just going to have to come down. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that did not happen at all. And – um were you sure fucking enough. scared? Dude, I was getting nervous. He oh, was I nervous. You were fucking I'm nervous, I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, I was so skeptical of this. I'm like, you got the wrong fucking dude. He did. It was, but he was, at first, he had to train. So I'm watching. I set the cop up to go fucking deploy the story on him. Or you just ruined the story. No. He no, didn't no. tell. He was going to tell how the fucking, tell the rest of the story there, dude. So I'm trying to remember everything that happened that night before. And he's still like, he's like, all right, well, do you need to tell somebody that you're going to come, you know, to the station with me? And I'm like. There's no fucking way. And then all of a sudden, I just I I hear this laugh that is very familiar to me, <laughs> and it's fucking Sal with like five of the other guys. They're videotaping me from gotcha, above. And like, I'm wait, like, we got this on video. I, I got it somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. Oh, dude, I gotta see this shit. Yeah, dude, it was. We gotta post this on my fucking Instagram. I was oh, a little dude. nervous. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no, I got another one of Tyler on video too. Hey, motherfucker, I got a couple of you. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Nah, I think we all, got, <laughs> we all got a few stories yeah. Yeah. along yeah. the black box. There's a fucking code of, right here, <laughs> oh, yeah. but we're definitely going to share your shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, dude, what? who was the dumb motherfucker? This lady? The, the lady the from Uganda who tried to yeah, smuggle that. Yeah, she's dumb. That's, that's <laughs> the bottom line. Because if we got to put this picture in the fucking show notes, dude. <laughs> okay. Like, this is a full-size human dummy. Uh, made of lipstick apparently and it she's not even having it in a back it's not even in like a backpack she, she's like giving it a piggyback yeah, ride right. through the fucking airport it's in a onesie yeah but like an adult onesie no but she's holding it like it's a piggyback like it's got his arms around her it neck. doesn't even have a head there's no head, <laughs> <laughs> there's no fucking head. i couldn't there was the head no, no i'm looking at it dude right now. i couldn't even tell there was the head because it was so big i was like wh- no there's literally a plastic bag Hanging out of the the neck hole where the head should be. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's why she's the dumbest motherfucker. This is where yeah. insert the Rick so James. We, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah. Where do we send the? Uh, and and why is she smuggling cosmetics? I, like, I don't know. Where do we? What it, do I not know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. What maybe do I not know? Really Sal? I don't. I, I mean, like you're you're you know the cosmetic world. What do I, I not know? They have some illegal ingredients in them that are banned from that country. So maybe that on the black market. Oh yeah, it can, could be like. Like some crazy shit, like rhinoceros something, or you know what I'm saying? That's what fucking poachers do, man. And then they make products that are completely fucking useless out of animal parts, 
that are, and say it, it's this magic shit and that fucking these animals go extinct because of that. Ugh, that just reminds me, dude. One of the saddest things that humans do is they fucking defin sharks for a soup. Like, then they will literally just... I've never seen that. Dude, oh, are yeah. you serious? That's Fuck. fucking... It's so, dude, they will cut it off at the boat when they catch it, and they'll just let it drown. Like no it's, way. It's fucking yeah. horrible. It's, I think it's extremely popular in Japan. Japan, yeah. yeah. Fuck. It's hard to watch, actually. Bro, humans are pieces of shit. Well, you realize that. But, yeah. I mean, but think about that. Like, we go back to raising your kids. If culturally, that's how you're raising. That's normal. That's how you get your soup. Like, that's what you do. I get it, dude. I mean, like, dude, that's like the hunting thing, right? Like, I understand why people go, like, deer hunting and eat the deer. I do not agree with nor understand, like, the trophy hunting of, like, lions, Africa animals. And like, with deer, that, you're like, also— I don't, That's fucking pointless. That's like, what population control, too. Maybe. I don't understand the whole thing. Like, I know that it's the biggest conservation and all this shit. I'm saying from a moral standpoint— if you're just shooting something so that you can point it on, put it on your wall, yeah, it's fucked up. I respect life to a point where I don't think that's a good reason to kill things. Now, if you're going to shoot a deer and you're going to make fucking meat and you're going to consume it, I understand the whole process. I respect that. I actually think that's pretty cool because there's still people out there that want to live on the land, help conserve uh, the animals. And, and what people don't realize is that like all the firearms and the – the bows and arrows and all these things, they get taxed so that the conservation is taken care of with these animals. So hunters actually pay for the conservation here in America. Now, I respect that. I think that's fucking great. And you know what? It's hell of a lot more humane than a lot of the fucking way that these, these animals are processed in farms. Huh. So, you know, and I'm not a vegan. I'm not fucking pro-vegan or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, there's a big difference between just killing shit to kill shit and killing shit, you know, because it's going to provide. Yeah, and not to mention, like, you, when you take deer, for instance, like, that's literally done out of population control, and it saves lives. Because Was that all correct? I mean, you're a hunter, right? Here, come over here and get on the mic. And so I got my buddy Alex here, who is an avid hunter, and he's kind of sitting on the side, part of our security detail. Um, I mean, is that all correct, what you just said? It's pretty close, yeah. The way Missouri is, actually, there's a, there's a lot of money that goes into... Do I need to move? No, just get close. Okay. So, yeah, that's pretty close. Actually, a lot of money that Missouri brings in goes to the conservation department uh, to help provide for that and the conservation of animals. What you brought up earlier about that saving lives, that's actually coming from overpopulation issues that you'll find. So, for instance, you bring up deer earlier. If the deer population gets too big, then they're going to eat food that the rabbits will no longer be able to eat. And now you have an issue with losing the amount of rabbits. So being able to maintain that level at a safe level for everybody is, is one of the best ways to go. Plus you got more deer jumping across the street and fucking well, running in the cars. From, but it comes from hunters. That's where those yes, that, that's where that whole thing comes from is right. being able to do that. And, and that's a big part of being able to maintain that baseline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. Yeah. Thanks, brother. That's, I mean, this is a guy who lives this stuff. So while I don't hunt, you know, I'll take some deer sausage, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Be careful. Last time I put that on my Instagram story, man, we had about 400 pounds show up here to HQ. I oh, mean, really? I yeah. Don't, send, don't send me. Listen, guys, for real. Like, you don't have to send me anything. Like, people say, if you want to send something, send a letter or a card or something. Like, I get so many, like, these gifts from people. They want to show appreciation, for, especially for the MFCO project. Guys, that's not why I do this, man. Like, if you want to 
don't spend your money on me. You know, send a, if you want to send something, send a letter or a card. It's much more meaningful. It's just, I, I just want to say that because we get too much shit here. That's the truth. Um, but yeah, man, that's the show, guys. Uh, look, we talked about a lot of different things. If you, know, you learned something, if you got some laughs out of it, if it was something that made you think maybe a little bit differently, you think people could learn from, uh, spread the word. Help us grow the show. You know, This is something that we do. Uh, and there's a point to this show, a bigger picture to this show. And the big picture really here, man, is like to help bring some uh, realistic viewpoints and thoughts into the forefront because we live in a society right now that isn't very open to hearing other people's points of view. And, and it causes a lot of division and a lot of problems for all of us. And I think the world would be a better place if all of us could take a minute to understand where their other side's coming from. So love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Share. Leave a review, pay the fee, and we'll see you next time. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living. Spoke it till existence.